You y'all know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are the watch for Where the brothers going to be? (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. It's Friday! What's going on, Truth Nation? Not only is it Friday, and not only do we have, and when I say this, I mean this for real, for real, an incredibly exciting show. I'm going to wait for a second before we even drop who's going to be on the show today. And And it's coming soon. It's coming soon, like (laughs) real soon, so y'all need to get ready. Um, But more importantly, it's Black Folks Ain't Gotta Do Nothing Weekend. (laughs) Yeah, Black. as you were going over the unspoken rules of Juneteenth yeah. weekend. The number one rule. Don't ask black people to do anything. <laughs> and look, y'all are winning because it's Father's Day weekend, too. Yes, it is. So yes, you really is. got, like, it's Father's Day. I'm not doing anything. And then Monday you're like, hey, it's it's Black People Day. Well, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Juneteenth. I love it. I love it that it's now a federal, a legal federal holiday. 23 out of the 50 states in the United States recognize, including Wisconsin. Interesting. But for me, don't ask us to do anything. There it is. That's it. That's it. That's that's an easy and and very doable request. Don't even email a black person on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't even email us, for real. (laughs) Hopefully because we're out celebrating. Um, you know what? I'm going to set up an automatic message. You know, you have your out-of-office message. Uh-huh. Dear person, you have contacted a black person. <laughs> I am not doing anything for anybody. Right. For the next 24 hours. Man. And I I tell you what, you mentioned that it's Father's Day and uh, Father's Day weekend. A lot going on. Uh Especially, I know in my household, I told you how June really gets me. And shout out to Mrs. Hughes. Hey! She turns 45 today. I know today that's Today is right. her birthday. Shout out to my wife. Happy 45. birthday. Happy and, birthday, Mrs. Hughes. And then I can't even get Father's Day to myself, Denise. My daughter's birthday is on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so wait a minute. You are going to be doing something on I told Sunday. you. Uh, yeah. I, I, June is, I'm strapped. I am strapped. Watch this, y'all. Tapped out. Watch this, y'all. All that. Tell me, let me hold something. I ain't got it. 
You got to holler at me. <laughs> you have to holler at me some other time. Man. I got to get out of here and shake something. I got to go sell something. No, you didn't say I got to go shake something. I got to go sell something. To get. Look, all right now. Telly. Look, it's hard out we here. We are not trying to exploit our black men on Father's Day weekend <laughs> and Juneteenth weekend. No, for real, y'all are winning. You got Father's Day followed by Juneteenth. You're right, you're right. I don't know if it's, that's going to happen every year. No, I don't think it, I don't, no. Well. I don't think it does, well. No, I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen because yeah, it's always yeah. well Juneteenth is always June nineteenth, right? But, but Father's, Father's Day, Day yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the fathers. Happy, happy Father's Day. If you don't do anything else, y'all, make sure you show some love to our fathers out here. It's it's a lot. I have a great relationship, very very close relationship with my dad to this day. And hindsight, looking back. Being a dad, it ain't easy. Cause on Mother's Day, it's like it's like the world stops. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Father's Day. Like, I, I like Mother's Day, you get all kind of sales and everything. We can't even get uh, come on, man. Let us get some draws on sale or something. I mean, Father's they, Day. They do have draws on sale for, okay. for men on Father's Day. But no, it's for Mother's Day, it's like and the economy was stimulated 400% by Mother's Day gifts. And with Father's Day, it's like, we broke even? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame, too, No, it's man. not. It's just how it's just. It, no, it is. It is. And you don't trip off of it. You learn to just say, That's just the way it is. That's just the way it, it is. It is just the way it is. But uh, it doesn't. Why do you think it is, though, that way? <sighs> Unfortunately, there's probably been. Just the influx of of dads not being around, and it's hard to celebrate somebody if they ain't around. Well, you know what's interesting. Contrary to popular belief, black fathers are more present and engaged with their children than non-black fathers, because no. And the stereotype is, and I I need folks to understand. Black fathers are present. Black fathers are involved. Black fathers aren't just absent. Mm -hmm. And there's this, you know, negative stereotype. Because I remember when my son and daughter, we first moved here. I'm doing the air quotes because we technically at that time lived in Greenfield. And we lived, you know, in in a rural suburban area. We were literally the only black family for blacks. Darren comes home one day and he's like, mom, the kids are, you know, asking me, is my, my dad a drug dealer? I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, I, cause, I guess because what I had on and, you know, my clothes. And I was like, so we had that conversation. But then <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. He then about two or three weeks ago came home with this big casserole dish. And I was like, what is this? Oh, Mrs. So-and-so, you know, she's like, Darren, I know you may not have access and, you know, I know your mother's single and your dad's not around. And I just wanted to give you some food for you and your family. Now, we ain't going to get into what I did and in terms of my response. (laughs) But I gave her a... I can only imagine. (laughs) She had a teachable moment. (laughs) But shout out to the black fathers. Yeah. We, We love you. We see you. I don't believe the hype. Like, that's the stereotype. Black fathers are more present. There are literally articles that you can Google that give facts based on research. 
Yeah, and, and it goes it, – it often goes unnoticed or there's no light shed on it. But, I mean, I just recently had a couple of fraternity brothers and, and uh, a couple of single dads that just had – Kids graduate from high school, got scholarships to college and things like that. And it's all the hours that you pour into mm-hmm. your kids. And and it's it's something that you're not going to get a trophy for. You're not going to get recognized for. But uh, it's, it's something that is invaluable because you, as a 47-year-old woman, you still go back to the relationship that you currently have with your dad and you've had your entire life and you know how important that relationship has been to you. So it's, it's not about doing it for the accolades or anything. You do it because it needs to be done and you need to be in your kids' lives. And, and that was never an option for me. It was never like, ah, I'm thinking about it. Like I've always wanted to be present and I have been present and, uh, and it's it's the most gratifying thing. It's the best job I've ever had in my entire life is being a dad. Yeah. Y'all make me cry <laughs> on the truth. Talking it text is a line. job now. <laughs> Don't get me started. On the truth talking text line, which is 833-212-1017. Grant says, Good morning, DT and Telly. There are plenty, plenty of outstanding black fathers. Ask me how I know I'm one of them. I have plenty of friends who are also. We won't pat ourselves on the back. It's more accepted to discuss negativity, but I guarantee you there's plenty of us who are doing exactly and in some cases more than we're supposed to do. Thank you for that, Grant. Appreciate that. I completely agree. Because you have to think about it. Parenting is not about uh, marital status or income. It's about presence. It's about being involved. And again, statistics show black men, you know, I ain't sending you to boarding school or, you know, I'm not traveling all the time on business trips and leaving. I'm here. I'm home. I'm home. And what did I say? How you spell love? Uh, I think a couple of months ago I said is T-I-M-E. That's it. That's how you spell love, because there's nothing that can replace your time. There's nothing more valuable than your time. And uh, and like I said, I I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy these years because, as everyone say, they're going to fly by. Uh, uh, I got a 16 year old daughter and my other daughter will be 13 on Sunday. And oh. and yeah, and it, it is. It's like I can can't do believe. like a hybrid, like happy Father's Day, happy birthday. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. You know, look, don't I, do it. I'm I'm just, I was just kidding. Don't do it. <laughs> no, don't do I'm it. not doing that. Don't do it. I was just, I was just and, playing. And, and, try, I want to see you on Monday. I mean, on, yeah, on Monday. I want to see you, Telly. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, divas can start early, too, now, right? Like, she's she's turning 13. Oh, and she got I love some, it. She got some diva-ish uh, uh, qualities. Y'all should have uh, <laughs> heard Telly on, on Wednesday read the definition of diva. We were talking about Anita Baker. He, it hit differently because he was like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, That's we, DT. Yeah, when you see the definition, you're like, wow. I'm not, well, so I'm not the diva in the sense of I need a bowl of M&Ms and take out every M&M except the yellow. I'm, I'll never, well, I'm not going to say I'll never be that diva, but <laughs> anywho, shout out to Dwayne. Oh my goodness, Dwayne sent a picture of him and his daughter. Oh, I see. She is gorgeous. Black Aww. fathers, black fathers. Dwayne, that's a great picture. Y'all keep sending them. I love black dads. Send us your pictures with you and your babies. This is awesome. She is gorgeous. Yeah. Shout out to the black dads. Man, y'all man. girl dads. 
Y'all got it rough, man. These girls are beautiful, and, and I be telling my have friends you now. Wrapped around their fingers. Oh, absolutely. Oh God. I still have my dad. My dad is a girl dad. Like I could call him right now and be like, "So and so yelled at me. I'm on my way." <laughs> <laughs> That's how it used to be back in the day. My dad did not play. Well, again, shout out to all the dads. We're celebrating you today. Happy Father's Day. We're selling. Blah, I came and said we are celebrating black folks all weekend long through Monday. You definitely, definitely do not want to miss today's show because we've got some amazing guests. First, 7.30 a.m. this morning, we have the mayor of Milwaukee, Mayor Cavalier Johnson. He will be joining us at 7.30 this morning for an exclusive interview to talk about the recent revenue bill that is currently in Governor Evers' hand, which he has said that he's going to sign. Well, the big thing when you talk about us, black people, is that the state assembly and the state senate in Madison basically said that DEI programs across the state are prohibited. And so we want to get a further understanding of why was that part of the the chunk of revenue, I'm doing the air quotes, that was eliminated because that directly impacts us as a people. Yes. And Milwaukee is a majority, and I don't even like this word. Is it, I don't like saying that with, with us. Majority, I'm doing the air quotes, y'all. Majority, minority. Yeah. City. Well, I think too, and you brought up some some really, really great points when we started to discuss this yesterday, and that is... There are so many programs that fall under DEI that you are unaware of, and the it, it co- the umbrella covers so much. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I can't wait to ask the mayor about because there's only so much information that's going to be released to the public. Maybe there are some other provisions that we don't know about outside of the 25 resource officers and, and things like that that will help benefit us. But I just can't help but think – you're going to cut something that is $32 million. So if you're not going to allocate that to DEI at the University of Wisconsin, where's this $32 million going? Mm-hmm. And you just think about when you talk about programs being cut, you don't hear about Asian American programs being cut. You don't hear about Latino programs being cut. But you hear about diversity programs being cut and if you're cutting something that means you're adding to something else so what programs are going to benefit from these this 32 million that you're going to take away from this program these are these are great great questions yeah so and you know one thing i do appreciate about the mayor is that the immediacy of his willingness to join us and have that yes, conversation absolutely. because you rarely see um in across all cities metropolitan cities in the country you barely see something like this happen, and then immediately the mayor is willing to have the conversation. Absolutely. So I, I definitely appreciate that. So, again, you want to stay tuned. The mayor will be here on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly at 730. Then, speaking of Father's Day, we have Greg Hansberry. He's coming in. He's calling in, and he's going to answer any questions that y'all have regarding Fitness, whether it's physical fitness, mental fitness, he is a world, world-renowned, award-winning fitness trainer, 
and I always mess this up. Jujitsu, jujitsu. I know. <laughs> Jujitsu. Jujitsu. What he said. <laughs> it's too early, man. But it's going to be exciting. So, and then we have truth telling hits with Telly. No, we don't. <laughs> Dude, hey, hey, Ben ain't moved. Oh, ben, 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 do ben, we ben do we have up. the the like the last time you guys surprised me because you had the voice saying, "Now will Telly get his black card ticket?" Did we get him to do the voice for Denise this this special uh, edition? Absolutely ben? not. We we should have. We we, we should have. We, we need an actual <laughs> Denise VO. So sorry. Why right. would you create a whole voiceover for for just one Friday? I'm not. I'm going to win. I'm going to crush it. And then we're going to go back to you getting your black card because I still got it in my pocket. Okay. All right. All right. It is Juneteenth. It sure would be not you would a good love it, thing you? if. Uh... Oh, you just love that, wouldn't you? And then Monday when we're celebrating Juneteenth. Yes. And make sure you come on out to the 52nd celebration of Juneteenth. Yes. We will be in the house. It's Monday and you want to see all. Look. We want to see all of Truth Nation there. Join us on Monday, this upcoming Monday, Juneteenth, as we broadcast live from the Juneteenth Festival Celebration Activities beginning 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. You're going to stop by our 101.7 The Truth Street Team table. We're going to play games. We're going to have Truth Swag that you can win. And just say what's up to your favorite Truth teammates. If I lose today, I will not be there. I'm just letting y'all know right now. We should have on shades and a hat and a, no, and a hoodie. No, I won't. I'll be at home. You got to work. No, she, no, don't, don't believe that, Truth Nation. She got to work. She got to be there. It's not work. We love what we do. Yeah. But you still clock in. <laughs> 1017 of the Truth Street Team is sponsored by UW Credit Union. And our celebration of Juneteenth is presented by our founding partners, American Family Insurance, Gruber Law Offices, Associated Bank, and is sponsored by educators, credit union, Tayback Law, and most in course. Look, like I said before, based on all these sponsors, dude, we should have fireworks, flags. That's another thing. You know, during like Cinco de Mayo, there are flags everywhere. During July 4th, flags everywhere. Juneteenth, y'all, we got to get our the red, the black, and the green Sissy. Is that going to be one of the songs? See, y'all wasn't ready for that. Uh-huh. Look, Ben, he don't even know what I'm saying. No, ben Loft. He's like, what? What is that? <laughs> the black, the green, and the red. Sissy. Yeah. See, tell y'all. Break it. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Oh, my goodness. Someone else just sent a beautiful picture with him and his daughter. Thank you so much. I don't see a name, but shout out to you in the blue Sweater, your daughter is absolutely gorgeous, and I know that has everything to do with how you pour into her as a beautiful, handsome, powerful black dad. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. When we come back, we're going to get ready for our conversation with Mayor Cavalier Johnson, our conversation with Greg Hasbury, fitness guru, and truth-telling hits. Telly. With DT. Telly. We'll be back. Go to break. Go to break. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Be sure to tune in to The Truth this Saturday at 11 a.m. for another episode of The Soft Life Chronicles, presented by all of us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. As we celebrate Juneteenth this week, DT will be joined by representatives from all of us Milwaukee to discuss the correlation between the fight for black liberation and health care research in this country. So be sure to listen to the Soft Light Chronicles at 11 a.m. Saturday, presented by all of us Milwaukee on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Well, a grand jury has indicted former U.S. Marine Daniel Penny in connection with the chokehold death of Jordan Neely. This took place on a subway train in New York. Now, the exact charges have not been unsealed and won't be until Penny appears in court on June 28th. This is according to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Penny was initially arrested on a second-degree manslaughter charge. If you have not already seen the video, it shows Penny, 24 years old, who is a white man, putting Neely, who is a who was a black man, in a chokehold on May 1st. And several witnesses observed Neely making threats. Assistant District Attorney John Steinglass told the judge during Penny's initial appearance in court on May 12th. Some witnesses told police, now this is what the witnesses were telling, that Neely was yelling and harassing passengers on the train, which is ultimately what provoked Penny, the U.S. Marine, Daniel Penny, to feel threatened enough to intervene and put him in a chokehold. Now, Neely had not become violent, and had not been threatening anyone in particular. He was suffering from mental illness. And as both you and Telly, I spoke about before, I have been to New York several times. I have ridden the subway. And I've seen homeless people that are suffering from mental illness on the train, screaming, yelling, cursing. You just, that's just... You, you don't perceive that as let me now put this person in chokehold and murder them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why, why did you feel like you had to do something? Uh, uh, yes. He may have, have been having a, a mental uh, uh, disturbance or situation. And there's other ways to diffuse a situation outside of choking someone out literally. And uh, to the point where, because after you subdued someone, there's a long period between calming somebody down and killing them. And at some point, you should have said to yourself, okay, this situation is a little more under control. He's not as erratic. You don't just keep going until you don't feel him moving anymore. Well, to your point, check this out. Neely had stopped moving, but Penny continue to hold him in the chokehold for an extended period of time, yeah. even after he stopped moving. It, it was just another, it was basically a repeat of what we saw in Minneapolis and George Floyd, where the knee was on his neck and he had clearly had stopped moving. But for some odd reason, 
that person felt like they needed to continue. And from that, to me, that's when it switches over to subduing or, or diffusing a situation to murder. Like at, at some point you have to make up your mind to say, okay, the situation is calm, but I still want to do more. Mm-hmm. I still, this person still needs to see that they've done something wrong or whatever the case may be. I don't know what your mindset is. I've, I've never been inclined to try to choke someone out, but I can only assume that you know if someone is moving feverishly in your in your arms and then all of a sudden they're not moving, something's not right. Are you ready for what the Daniel Penny's attorney said? Thomas Kenneth, and I quote, we are all saddened at the loss of human life. Oh, now we human. Okay. We are all saddened at the loss of human life. Daniel Penny saw a genuine threat and took action to protect the lives of others. Wow. That's your rationale. Uh, Your rationale is to paint him as a hero. Yeah. And not to paint him as a murderer. You know, what what was the word he used to describe him? Because it just really triggered me. Um, what do you call it? It wasn't a good Samaritan. He, yes, it did, did was. he say Samaritan? It was, that okay. was it. Okay. He was being a good Samaritan. And it's so funny how when they first came out and told you who this guy was, it was like, you know, Marine so-and-so, former, so-and-so. Or former. former. Exactly. They didn't want to say former. They didn't want to say that the fact that he was kicked out. They don't want to talk about that because that doesn't paint him as the American hero that why are or we the not vigilante. saying discharged? Exactly. Why are we not saying that? Why is it former or ex? I mean, I know why. Yeah. I'm just, you know. And, and we know if this was a person of color, they would have gone back Man. to his high school records and see, he has a history of this. He stole a candy bar in the 11th grade and blah, blah, blah. But we don't hear any of his history. The only thing we know about this dude is he killed a man on a subway and he used to be in the Marines. That's the only thing you know about this dude. And did it. Again, did it with the utmost confidence. After Jordan Neely stopped moving, he continued to keep him in a chokehold. Because, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna stand here, and I'm gonna wait for the police, and I'm gonna answer any questions that they have, because I'm gonna show them that I saved everybody on the train by killing this this thug who I felt threatened by. Yep. Human being, and again. Because it's Friday, so I I, I want to keep it light. Mm-hmm. But I just have to say this. When you see the signs, Black Lives Matter, and you think all lives matter, I need you to really look look at what's going on in this country, specifically towards black people. Yeah. Uh, did you see, and actually, you know what, Ben? I'm going to pull up the audio. I don't know if you saw a GK, AJ Owens' mother was on The View the daytime talk show, The View, and her statement about her daughter's murder and the fact that her her daughter was a mother of four babies and their babies will never, her her babies will never be able to, you know, I don't even want to give it away. I'm going to get the audio and when we come back from break, I want y'all to hear this. Oh, we have it? Okay, great. That's why I love Ben Jam. When we come back from break, you, you question whether Black Lives Matter. I want you to hear the audio from a G.K. Owens mother who was on The View Yesterday. Okay. Actually, this is live, so we're going to go. We do have the mayor. We have the mayor on the line. We want to go to break and come back. Okay. Mayor Johnson, 
Your Honor, we'll be right back. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. When we come back, we're going to hear live from Milwaukee's Mayor Cavalier Johnson. We'll be back. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I let it go back to when we played as kids, but then it changed, and that's the way it is. Come on, come on. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. And we're going to get right to them because we are pleased to be joined by Mayor Cavalier Johnson this morning. Mr. Mayor, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you for taking the time out of, I know, a very busy time in your schedule. Telly, Denise, thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to join you guys. Good morning, Mayor! <laughs> you know you know, Denise is going to bring the energy. <laughs> so, Mr. Mayor, uh, <laughs> we, um, uh, we'll get right to it because we know, once again, this is a very busy time. And uh, because on Wednesday night, lawmakers approve the sales tax hike. And on the table is a 2% increase in the city of Milwaukee and a point. Four percent in Milwaukee County, and I know city and county leaders are still working to convince members of the Milwaukee Common Council and County Board to approve this. But there are a lot of provisions and discrepancies in this bill that people have a problem with. And when you dissect the provisions and you look at the positives and the negatives, do you feel as though this could be something that can in the future be better or more positive than negative? You know, um, there there, there are two answers to that. Um, The first answer is uh, relative to the provisions Uh, the policy provisions that affect Milwaukee that have nothing to do with the financial situation that the city has faced for the past 30 to 40 years. Uh, I have been adamantly against. I've got a strong aversion to uh, in the negotiating room with uh, Republican leaders. I've said uh, that I don't want to see those things uh, be implemented towards Milwaukee. Um, And my testimony to the state uh, assembly committee that uh, voted on this, uh, I said the same thing. In my testimony to the state senate committee uh, that uh, voted on this, I said the very same thing in my comments in the media uh, from the beginning until now, even today. Uh, I've said I've, I've been against the uh, local provisions. Uh, that being said, it leads into uh, answer number two. And answer number two is that all of those things were voted on on Wednesday night by state lawmakers. So those questions, those policy provisions are not before the Milwaukee County Council. They're not before the Milwaukee County Board. The only question before the city government and the county government will be whether or not we enable ourselves to raise the sales taxes so that we have the revenues necessary to sustain the services that we provide to our residents, to our daily commuters, to the vast majority of visitors, a quarter of all visitors who visit the state of Wisconsin, they come to Milwaukee uh, and to the businesses that uh, operate in this community, employing our residents and family supporting jobs. That's the only question that's before the city government. 
Well, Mr. Bear, I, I have to ask in following that up, of course, every bill is not going to meet your satisfactions. But the one thing that stood out to us was prohibiting funds to DEI and what that would mean, because Denise brought up a lot of interesting topics yesterday in terms of what falls under that in- umbrella of DEI. And one of those is STEM and amongst other programs. So uh, it, it, it may put the the city in a better financial situation in the future. But uh, what are your thoughts about this being a part of the bill in terms of prohibiting funds to DEI? I mean, those provisions uh, on diversity, equity, inclusion, uh, those provisions relative to the Fire and Police Commission, those provisions uh, relative to the streetcar, uh, those provisions uh, relative to uh, you know the powers of the, of, the, of the FPC and the makeup of the body, those provisions I don't think had any place in the bill, should not have been a part of the bill. They were not uh, germane to the financial situation that faced uh, the city uh, and faced the county and really faced local governments across uh, the state. So again, I I, I think I had a strong aversion to those provisions and would have preferred for them not to be uh, included uh, in the bill. Um, but I will say this, is that um, the bill will allow us to continue to provide diversity, equity, inclusion programs as we currently provide them. Uh, it's a matter of uh, expansion of those programs using tax levy dollars, which is the issue at hand that the bill uh, seeks to address. Uh, so we still will be able to perform uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. Uh, we just have to be mindful of the source uh, of revenues that we're using to pay for those. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. If you're just joining us, we are currently live with the Honorable Mayor of Milwaukee, Mayor Cavalier Johnson. Mayor Johnson, what is the one thing that you want Milwaukee residents to know about this bill? Because when you look at the media, the, the news articles, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of information. It's a lot of terms that, quite frankly, Milwaukee residents, we're not privy to. We're not in the negotiation rooms. You know, we don't speak a lot of the languages that are used. So for you, what is the one thing that you want people, Milwaukeeans, Milwaukee residents, to know about this bill that's going to benefit us and really motivate us to really believe in our city and the city government? Absolutely. And that's an excellent question, uh, Denise. And uh, the answer is this, is that for 30 to 40 years, uh, the city of Milwaukee uh, has been on a downward spiral as it relates to our finances. And we have not had a working relationship with the state in order to rectify that. And now, given the political realities on the ground, right, the legislature is what it is. Its majority uh, is controlled by the Republican Party. Uh, we were able to work to rectify at least some part of that to get revenues that we need in Milwaukee to continue providing services. Because in the very near future, the city of Milwaukee was going to fly off a fiscal cliff where we did not have the resources necessary to pay for services. Um, and so what the bill does, the question that's before city government, will allow us to maintain and increase our public safety outreach. It'll, it'll allow us to maintain and increase uh, police response. It'll allow us to maintain and increase fire response. It'll allow us to keep uh, our libraries open uh, and do other things. Uh, if it were not for uh, the revenues that we will receive uh, from 
uh, the city adopting the or, the ordinance allowing us to raise the sales tax, uh, we would see hundreds and hundreds of police officers uh, no longer on the beat. We would see hundreds and hundreds of firefighters uh, no longer responding to emergency medical calls, including to non-fatal shootings. Uh, we would see uh, 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 our library system practically disappear. And those are not things that I want to see. And I think people in Milwaukee want to continue to have those services as well. Um, and uh, just one more thing, that Milwaukee is the only large city or one of the only large cities in the United States that does not have this sort of diversification in our revenue, uh, meaning that we are focused almost exclusively on uh, the property tax and the shared revenue program that the state just has not been keeping up with. This allows Milwaukee to have the same sort of tool that other major cities in the United States have in terms of a sales tax. So this puts Milwaukee in line with best practices with cities across the country. You are listening to Mayor Cavalier Johnson of Milwaukee. Mayor Johnson, thank you so much again for being here. Uh, One other question that I have, because for me, as someone who loves Milwaukee, who's lived in Milwaukee for 20 years, and I'm always about how did we get here and what do we need to do as citizens and residents of Milwaukee to prevent this from happening again. Now, I I know when I read the headlines, it's not just Milwaukee. It's all across the nation. One of the most pressing issues right now is financing. I mean, we literally had our federal government going back and forth regarding the debt ceiling. This country Mm -hmm. is, is suffering from a lot of debt issues, revenue issues. What do, how did we get here and what do we need to do to prevent this from happening again? Uh, well, a, a key to not being here again is working to make sure that we have diversification in our revenue stream, which we're presently doing with the bill that we're talking about. Uh, the way that we got here is because the, the shared revenue program, uh, basically when you go and purchase an item, uh, an item that does have a sales tax associated with them, and not every item does, such as groceries or medicine, they don't have a sales tax, but uh, other items that you purchase will have a sales tax. And in 1911, the state of Wisconsin made a pact, made a deal with local governments that they would not be able to have sales taxes. The state would be the one to generate a flat sales tax. They'd collect those resources and then distribute them uh, back uh, across the state uh, in an equitable manner. Uh, And it worked for decades until it didn't. The, The state decided that it had other priorities and stopped giving money back to the local governments. Uh, And so for the past, as I said, you know, 30, 40 years, uh, Milwaukee has gotten less and less and less money. If you go back to the year 2000, we got enough money in shared revenue alone to pay for the entirety of the police department, to pay for the entirety of the fire department, and still have tens of millions of dollars left over to invest in local services that today I'd be using to pull lead service laterals out of the ground, to make the streets safer from reckless drivers, you know, so on and so forth. Um, That's unfortunately not the case right now. Today, we get shared revenue uh, enough only to pay for about 80% of the police department. So that's where the problem started. Now we're in a position where we've gotten an increase for the first time in decades in shared revenue uh, and, again, put Milwaukee in a position to have a tool such as a sales tax to put it in line with other major cities across the United States. Mayor Johnson, before we wrap this up, Telly and I were just grateful the fact that, and we were talking about this off the break, we're grateful that we have a leader despite what's going on, that you were willing to join us today and answer the questions. It shows your responsibility as a leader. And for that, 
We thank you. My only question before Telly closes this out. When are we going to get the Larry Trophy back? I'm just saying, Mayor. I'm, I'm a little hurt that we don't have it in our possession anymore. If there's anything within your leadership, Mayor, that you could do, because I'm real in my feelings seeing that the Larry is in Denver, Colorado. Come on, Mayor. Get the Larry back. Mayor, I don't you know. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much the Mayor can do about that. Hey, look, I, I know Mayor Johnson. He he got he got people. He, he, he got can people. call people and be like, bring the Larry back. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, once again, I, I echo what Denise just said. We really appreciate your time and, and being transparent about the situation in real time. And it's not just you're reacting weeks later. You yes. are in the moment. And, and uh, we appreciate your time. And one last question for you. We know that there are a lot of strings attached to this bill that uh, a lot of Democrats don't like. But is there mm -hmm. a way that if this gets if this gets passed, are some of these things that we have problems with, can they be revisited in the future? Uh, well, it, it's, it's been passed. Um, and so and the governor will sign it um, because he understands, just like I do, that the political reality is what it is um, in the legislature. This is the very best bill, uh, the very best that we could do. Even though we fought back and, and got some revisions, uh, the Republicans wanted to have uh, even more stringent provisions uh, in this, but we're able to uh, get some of those removed. Um, but the bill is what it is right now and allows Milwaukee not to fall off that fiscal cliff and have those uh, detrimental impacts that I talked about. Um, but in the future, yeah, I, I believe that that is possible. Um, in the future, if there's a more favorable legislature, um, then you know perhaps there's an opportunity to revisit uh, you know some of these some of these items. But uh, the fact of the matter is that the state government is what it is right now, and you can either work with the folks who are in power, uh, who have the ability to get something done, uh, or you can sit on your hands and watch the city fall off the fiscal cliff. And I chose to make sure that the city does not fall off the fiscal cliff. And Mr. Mayor, we appreciate your dedication and your leadership in the city of Milwaukee and throughout the state of Wisconsin. Yes. And, and uh, once again, we appreciate you taking the time and we will continue to uh, keep people posted on on how this thing plays out. And when the Larry Trophy come back. And when the Larry Trophy comes back. I'm going to have an offline discussion with Mayor Johnson about that. I'm a little in my feelings. Get y'all's priorities straight, Milwaukee. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, thank you. Have a great weekend. Love you, Mayor. And uh, happy Juneteenth. Happy, Early Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day as and well. happy Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, happy Absolutely. Father's Day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Father's Day, you all, and happy Juneteenth. We'll see you on the parade on Monday. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is Mr. Mayor, the Honorable Mayor of Milwaukee, Cavalier Johnson, taking the time to join Truth Be Told with DT and Telly this morning. Like the elders say, that's all right. That is all that, that, right. You, you show up and you, you know, you're willing to have the conversation. That That's all right, whether you agree or not. Yes. You got to commend that we have a mayor that was like, I will be on the show with y'all at 730 in the morning. Yes. You know he's got like a laundry list of things and yes. he he said i will be on the truth yes that is absolutely incredible we can't thank mayor cavalier johnson enough and truth now, nation hit not us that up he's on any other station i do have to brag he did come to ours he i'm came just to saying our first because i'm sure i'm sure he did not do something before I, our show no. at 7 30 in the morning
I'm just I'm just putting that out there, Telly. You you over there being modest. I'm just you know. <laughs> no, that is great. And I uh, Truth Nation once again hit us up. Let us know your thoughts on what Mayor Cavalier Johnson was just saying and how this bill will affect us moving forward in the city of Milwaukee. Hit us up on the talking text line 833-212-1017. More truth be told with DT and Telly after the break. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Nation, happy Friday. What a Friday has been so far. Mayor Cavalier Johnson just joined us and make sure you weigh in on some of his thoughts by hitting us up on the talking text line 833-212-1017. We know how much you are loving this morning's conversation. If you missed any of it, remember you can always go back and listen by downloading the Truth Be Told podcast sponsored by Gruber Law Offices on multiple platforms. The 1017 The Truth app can be found on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, today, as we do every Friday, it's Black Friday on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, powered by We Energies, energy that you can depend on. We have a very special Black Friday guest, Greg Hasberry. He is the founder and owner of Elite Fitness and Figure. And when I tell y'all, you do not want to miss this. He's going to be willing and able to take questions from you. And he is amazing. I'm going to tell you more about him when we come back from break. It is Friday. It's Father's Day weekend. It's Juneteenth slash black folks. We ain't got to do nothing. We got to do nothing. nothing until <laughs> Tuesday, June 20th weekend. Make it a great weekend. Stay tuned. You are listening to the award winning we always say that. What award? Can we be more specific? Uh, uh, like a lots of awards? I, I think we, yeah, we got to get some more research and details. Yeah, because I want to be, you know, like you're the you're the two-time Emmy award winning, you know what I'm saying? Well, and then they'd be like, and the effective communication coach, I'm still a little, I got to figure out how I'm going to insert some kind of award. But anyway, <laughs> it's the only child in me. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award winning new 101.7 FM, The Truth. Stay tuned. We will be back. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.